Hi guys, Ryan Carruthers here from the betfairtradingcommunity.com. Today we are recording the Trading Junkies podcast. And again, as I said, it's me, it's Ryan Carruthers. I'd like to thank you all for listening to this. Uh, as I've said before, you might be driving, computer, whatever. I've listened to some of the feedback on Twitter and I've tried to get all of the noises away. Uh, I've got my headphones in, the microphone set up. It's looking a bit strange in this room right now, but hopefully this is going to make the sound quality better. Uh, I've even take, sorted out a fire alarm, which I got totally nullified to. I'd heard it that much. So thank you for listening, guys. This is the last in the series. So for those of you who don't know, this has been a series on personally what I do before I trade, what I do during, and then this one is the after trading. And it's been going into detail about what I do before trading. So the kind of things I'm looking at, the kind of ways I'm setting my system up, absolutely everything I do. And hopefully that has really given you guys some insight into what I do before trading. And then I've gone into the during. So you can kind of think about the things I'm looking at when I'm trading, what I'm looking for, why I'm looking for them. And now I'm going to go into the after the trading. So guys, envisage, if you will, that the trading session has ended. And I'm going to break this down into two sessions, two sections, sorry, not sessions, two sections. The first one being straight after the trade and the second one being at the end of the trading day. So I'm going to start with straight after the trade. So my trade has ended. I'm in or I'm out of that trade. I'm, out, I'm always out of that trade, sorry. It's ended the event might not have ended. So the event might not have ended, but I am out of that trade. So this is where I go straight into my trading plan, which is on Evernote, or I've got my notebook by the side of my computer, and I've just I start to make little notes from that from that trade or upload the notes that I might have made quickly during the trade, just little things. So these are little bullet points. I'm going to look at them into more detail later on, but I just want quick little notes here. So this might be players' movements. Yes, I even put that down. Odds movements and the time. So the event, something happened, an injury, and the odds did this. Uh, the time I was in the trade. How I was feeling in that trade as well, guys. So what was I feeling? Was I calm? Was I distracted? Was I het up? Was I angry? Was I focused? Things that I can go over later, like big, maybe big plays, big points or big decisions, uh, all these kind of things. Just all of those things I want to know because I'm going to research about them later. And then I go off and I do the other trades and I can carry on. So at the end of the trading day, guys, so everything is now done. All of the trades that I planned in my trading plan are done. So I open up my Evernote and I love Evernote guys because you can basically, I basically put in my trading plans of every single day in there and then I can add to that and then it becomes sort of my trading journal so I can go back and just pick up little bits of information. And this is where I start to go into more detail. So the notes that I've made from each trade I want to be in more detail now and I'm going to pick them apart. 
So for example, because it's Monday when I'm recording this and I've just caught up with the NFL, if I've noticed a player in the NFL was dominating a linebacker, for example, a certain way, that was their trademark way of getting past that ridiculously good linebacker, then I want to go back to that. I've got to do more research on that and I want a note of it. And I'm doing this, guys, so that the next time I do a trade and I know that that linebacker is playing and he is coming up against a similar type of player, that is a trading opportunity or something which I want to capitalize on. It's that simple, guys. And you're never ever going to remember all of this. So it's really good to be able to have notes on this that you can just skip through and look back on. Another one that I really like to do after my my full trading day at the end of the trading day is I look at the hashtags on Twitter around the events in which I traded so if I traded the Liverpool game I'd want to see the hashtags around that because that's going to give me so much information from other people I'm getting other people's take on that game I might have missed something they might throw up some stats or anything like that you never ever know it's around that subject reading which some fantastic trades have happened for me so for example last season Burnley they had something like 28 points and 26 of them had come from home games they were shocking away and just some random who I'd never met never spoken to I'd seen on Twitter he said that stat and then he followed it by they now have three games away in a row so just something like that has now given me a very profitable potential trade once I've done my own research. So I backed them for relegation after I'd done my research because I knew that they were poor away and their next three games were tough three games as well, guys. Really, really tough. I backed them for relegation and then they lost the first game, they lost the second game and I got out for a profit. So things like that can come from this research and this routine of doing these things after every single day. I also want to check out the stats. So the stats in the game to get more detailed, especially if there were games I was trading because I just want to firm up the decisions which I've made. So the reason why I look to back that team is because they are a possession-based team that have lots of shots on target If that happened in that game, then that gives me more confidence going forward for the next time I trade them. And I've got that database then. And it's exactly the same with across all sports in which I trade. I want to reaffirm the strengths I believe, all the weaknesses in that team, player, individuals, as a collective, everything. I really, really want to hone in on that, guys and reaffirm that and building the building blocks this is the foundations to go on and be able to trade more effectively next time and also assess my trading today does so hopefully that makes real clear sense that i'm really really trying to just get around that trade that I've done and want to get more information again I know I know I always harp on about it but I am all about the data and other 
angles so that's where twitter is fantastic for me a lot of people say that twitter is dying and it's going but for our sport guys well and our trading it's fantastic it's the best best medium so once i've done this with all of my trades i usually catch up with the rest of the scores that i have missed and the other headlines from the other games and i take a look around the subject just to see what's happening so, for example, as I've said, it's Monday. I went to to watch one of the NFL games at Wembley yesterday. If any of the listeners were there, wow, I hope you weren't Ravens fans because, God, that's a tough day out if you were. I have done a post on the blog about my week three reviews from all of the NFL games. And that is what I've done this morning, guys. I've gone through, I've caught up with the NFL from the weekend. So I've... I've looked at the way teams have played. I've looked at the trends that might be emerging and things to watch out for. And I have a things to watch out for list on Evernote, which, you know, I just keep referring back to. So it's just things to keep looking out for. So Stefan Diggs has now made it onto that list because he turned up massively as a wide receiver yesterday for the Vikings. Now, here's a player in which I've known about and watched for a while but he's had injury issues in his previous sort of games and seasons, which have held him back. And he's, he's sort of had a confidence thing about his body. And now he's coming back stronger. So the confidence is increasing. So that's one thing to watch out for. So it's this kind of detail which I'm looking for. And I, I understand that some people might not have time to do this, because it, it does take up a fair bit of time, the granular detail in which I go into. But this this could literally be like 10 minutes, guys. Quick, if you've gone in, you've done your trade, you're at the end of your trading day, just put some notes down on your trades. Quickly get your phone out, have a look on Twitter. You get some information, uh, Google, just everything you can do, guys, and just pack out those trades with more information. And it would really help. And if anyone has got any ideas how we could all create a working document for this, um, it might get so detailed and so messy, then follow me on Twitter, shout it to me on Twitter, email it at info at betfairtradingcommunity.com. Let's see how we can try and create this document and work together. So guys, when I've done that, I know I slightly veered off track a little bit there. Um, but I do get I get really excited about trading and I really hope that comes across and you guys get excited too. And I that's one of the reasons why I love BTC. Um, so then I delve into my profit and loss sheet. I add my profit or my loss to this sheet and I'm starting to analyze here. I know I'm boring you with all this analysis. Do you know what, guys? I hated maths and, and stats and analysts analyzing at school in maths lessons. I hated it. I absolutely hated it. I got a D in GCSE maths. I even resat it to get my grade back up when I went to college. It's just crazy, guys. One of the things that I've started to do with my profit and loss, and it's mainly thanks to the BTC members, so big shout out to them, is to get really granular with my profit and loss sheet. So I've added things in like tournaments, leagues, home and away, surface, real, real detailed stuff, which makes such a difference, guys. And it's all on my results sheet. So basically now I can assess my results based on 
trying to really hone my trades and spot trends and results in my trading. So for example, we've done this with the horse pace project with the BTC guys, and it's thrown up all kinds of angles. So we now know which courses to back our selections at and the odds ranges on those courses, which means that if those selections don't fit our criteria, we don't have to do them. We don't do them, in fact. We can protect the bank and we can build that profit. But what it's also done is given us other angles. So for example, today, guys, the two courses in which our selections came were Leicester and Kempton. We know that Leicester is very much in the profit in the odds ranges of our selections between two and eight to back. So they are a go, they're a green for go. Kempton, on the other hand, are majorly in the red, laying our selections between two and eight. But then to get even granular on that, it's more profitable to lay between two and six. So what we've done there is taken something that was profitable across every single course, backing every single selection. We've then narrowed that down to course specifics and odd specifics. And it's made it even more profitable because we've cut out those loss, those courses which are losing us money. So we've added to the profit and the ones that are marginal. But then we've also added in courses in which we can lay at. And this is the kind of thing I'm doing after I've been trading, guys. I'm getting really granular and really adding in extra levels of detail. And I'm going to go with another quote. I ended the last podcast with a quote from Sun Tzu. This time it's from Tony Robbins. And it's, The meeting of preparation with opportunity generated the offspring in which we call luck. So you are meeting your preparation and you are creating opportunities. And most people see it as luck but you are putting yourself in the position to generate that look. I'm very, very prepared. I love that quote. I'm very prepared. And I believe it gives me the opportunity to prevail in Betfair trading because I am researching, I am doing the preparation, and I'm looking for the opportunities. And it's not rocket science either, guys. I'm not some technological, crazy-brained wizard. I'm just doing the preparation and looking at things in a, in a different way. And I'm harnessing the technology that we have at our fingertips, Twitter, Betfair, Google, everything I can, the BTC software, BTC members have given me some cracking trades. And all I'm doing is just applying the trader's brain and the trader's mindset to that. Thank you so much for listening to this series, guys. I hope you have enjoyed it as much as I have created it. I think we both know, well, we all know that I've loved doing this. I think you can tell from my voice that I'm really excited about trading. So this is where I get to ask you if you have any other ideas of series, please tweet them, email them to me. I am really happy to create, hopefully, what I hope you think is really great content for you guys. I'm going to leave you there. Thank you for listening. If you want to tweet me or ask any questions about this series, you can email me at info at betfairtradingcommunity.com or tweet me at betfairtc. I'm more than happy to answer them. I will personally be answering them. I'm going to leave you there, guys. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening.